Hey folks, what is going on? This is Glenn and welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. I just called you folks and I, I, apologize, I apologize for that and I'm not going to start over because I don't want to start over and I guess that I'll just be like Bugs Bunny today at the end of Looney Tunes, you know, that's all folks, except this is just the beginning folks. <laughs> I hope that everybody is doing good and I have some cool stuff to talk to you about today. I don't know everything that I'll say or talk about today in this podcast because as you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, it's kind of it should be called Glenn by the seat of his pants podcast is what it should be called because I just kind of talk about stuff that I think about or that I've thought about earlier this week or recently and then I just kind of ramble about it but anyways the World Series is going on the World Series of Baseball is going on people and the LA Dodgers just beat the Boston Red Sox in the most recent game in game three and it was 18 innings long it was like two baseball games it lasted like seven hours and some change right and I was trying to hang with it and watch most of it. And I fell asleep and woke up. I just so happened to wake up in the 18th inning. And so I got to see this dude, Muncie, who plays for um, who plays for L.A. I got to see him hit a walk-off home run and win the game for L.A. And I'm going to stop talking about it now because I really don't care that much. I just really enjoy seeing Boston get beat. You know, because the Yankees are out. So, you know, they're up two games, but it was nice to see them lose one last night in L.A. And I was happy for the fans, you know, that sat there for over seven hours. But uh, but anyway, so that's going on, and that's cool. But 18 innings, man, that is cray-cray. Anyway, it's starting to cool off outside. It's starting to cool off, and... I got my flu shot. I get my flu shot every year. You should get your flu shot too. And if you're one of those people that's like, man, the flu shot makes me sick. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make you sick and you totally need to get it because you're going to get the rest of us sick, you know, if you don't take care of yourself and do what you need to do. You know? And I, I do get mine every year because I've had the flu before and it's terrible. It's terrible. I don't like getting the flu at all. I actually had the swine flu one time, and that was horrible. And then I had the regular flu one time, and it's just no fun. So people get your flu shot. Just get it. But it is getting colder outside, and and I don't think when I was young that I got the flu shot. Maybe I did, or maybe they didn't have it. Maybe they didn't have it when I was young, but I know that when I was young, needles were something that I was like deathly, I was deathly afraid of needles when I was young. I just was. I was deathly afraid of needles. I was afraid of vomiting. Like I was so afraid of vomiting, you know, and people don't like to vomit. You know, it's not like, oh, goody gumdrops, I get to vomit. But I mean, when I was a kid, I was just horrified at the thought. I guess it felt so bad. And there was nothing you could do to make it stop. You know, so kind of a scary thing was vomiting. And I was also scared. <laughs> I was also scared of witches under my bed, right? For some reason, when when I was young, I don't know if it was like the Wizard of Oz witch freaked me out, you know? 
Um, not Glenda. Glenda was cool. I'm talking about like the Green Witch, like the Wicked Witch of the West. For some reason, I would picture putting my feet down on the floor by my bed and these green hands reaching out and just snatching me under my bed. And I guess killing me or whatever. And so when when I was uh when I was young, when I get out of my bed and I I would catapult out of my bed like I would somehow just pop off the bed and shoot out probably a couple yards, you know, before I would hit the floor and then I could just take off running to turn the lights on because when you turn the lights on that makes everything disappear. You know, kind of like the weird it's like a weird rule you have like the like the uh covers or a shield <clears throat> and and the lights i mean that makes everything bad go away right but i also thought i also was thinking about this week when i was thinking about the witches i was thinking about one of my relatives i don't know if it's my parents or one of my aunts or uncles told me when i was young that if i messed with pay phones that a hand would come out and slap me right like this hand would come out and slap me I don't know if we would all be messing with the payphones all the time, you know, when they would take us out, you know, when we were kids or what. But I always thought that some hand would come out and kind of grab me and shock me and slap me. And I don't know why. I guess that I was just a gullible, dumb kid that was like, what? <gasps> you know, <laughs> but I totally believed that the payphone would slap me. Remember payphones? Remember the good old days when there were payphones, you know? They they smell they smell like the breath of a thousand strangers, you know? And and they would kinda just like ever so gently stick to your ear, you know, like a moistened stickiness. You know, in the south in the summer when everybody would be sweating, you know, stop and use the payphone. You know, or if you needed to stop and, you know, make a deal that was totally on the up and up, you know, you'd stop at the payphone, I guess, and put that soured earpiece against your face and just inhale. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was great. How are ya? I love ya. How are ya? It's time for a podcast now. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up now, baby. Alright, well, now that that train wreck of an intro is behind us, how are you people doing today? Have you carved any pumpkins this week? Are you ready for Halloween? Halloween. Halloween. Halloween is this week. I guess this is like my Halloween episode is what this is. And I mean, Halloween's cool. You know what I mean? It's all right. In the spirit of Halloween, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 muted in the background as I record this podcast because I have to have something to look at while I talk, while I talk about these things. But as you all know, as I've said before, Christmas is my holiday. The Christmas season is my holiday, dog. And so Halloween is cool because it's like a stepping stone to get to where I really want to be. But I know that a lot of people are Halloween fans, so I'm excited for you. I am. 
I am. I all the the kids are excited about getting candy. You know, everybody's dressing up all smoky, and so that's cool. I guess. Yeah, I like horror movies year round, so it's kind of all the same to me. But anyway, without just dragging that out and beating it to death, why don't I just get into what I want to talk about today? Does that sound good? Does that sound satisfactory? Well, check this out. So earlier this week, I was thinking about what Jeopardy would be like for just normal people like me. Normal, dumb old people <laughs> like me. What would it be like? And I thought about it and I think that it would be better. I think that Jeopardy would be a lot better because as it stands now, when you turn on Jeopardy, where they have like three people on there, and uh, and you know that they're all brainiacs, and between the lot of them, they're going to guess the majority of the questions. And, you know, old people, senior citizens, watch it to calm down before bed. You know, they do. They'll watch it at the end of their day. And so how great is it if it calms down somebody that's already pretty calm anyway? You know? And it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like tic-tac-toe for smart people. <laughs> it kind of is, you know? And it, it's more of a show for for those of us who have dared stop laughing at flatulence and filled our minds with more useful knowledge. But, I mean, that just doesn't appeal to me because I still think that flatulence is funny. Yeah. And something else, because I was thinking about things that I kind of don't like about the show... Uh, that guy, what's his name? Trebek. The Alex Trebek is kind of condescending, you know? He kind of comes off like, kind of condescending at times. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm insecure because I know that I'm dumb and I wouldn't make it very far on that show. But that's how he kind of comes off. And I kind of am like, dude, calm down. <laughs> they gave you all the answers, you have all the answers, and they gave them to you, so just calm down, you know. But I don't think that he would be as confident if he was hosting like three unpredictable idiots, you know. And how great would that be, you know? It would be funnier to watch people miss everything on the whole, like every question that Alex Trebek, you know had like if i was like if i was on there and i was like dude let me take george washington's middle school you know teachers for 400 and then he asked me a question and i was like dude dude i don't even know <laughs> to me seeing people that just lacked the knowledge necessary to play the game would be I think that more people would watch that. I think that they would see a spike in ratings. You know? Yeah. Daily Double, you say? Let me go ahead and wager Jack Squat because I already know that I don't know. <laughs> I just think that would be good. You know? Because we all, maybe not all of us, I would, I would dare say that if you listen to my podcast, I would say that there's some form of entertainment probably on TV, if not a podcast here and there, um, that you like to watch that's just shallow and mindless. You know, I'm Jersey sure that you're thinking of some shows, you know, as I'm talking right now. 
My voice might even be distracting to where you may struggle keeping up with the thoughts that you're having. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Cash me outside. How about that? But anyways, you know, that's that was just the thought that I was thinking this week. And maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm crazy, but I think Jeopardy would be better with stupid people. Right? All right. So I figured that in the spirit of Halloween, on my podcast today, I would have to talk about something that was kind of creepy and kind of weird. And I found this news story. I came across this news story. And, you know, immediately I was just kind of like, well, that's messed up, you know? And what happened was there was this high school, I want to say it was in California. I think it was in California. See, the preparation that goes into my podcast is just, it's, it's, it's almost perfect, you know, the, the prep that I put into this, but, you know, I, I think... (laughs) I think that maybe it was in California. There were these two high school girls, right? And they cooked one of their grandfather's ashes into sugar cookies, right? And I actually read a few news stories, a few different news stories, and some of them had more information than others. And so uh, I did do that. I did read multiple news stories, but jotted down minimal things you know about what I read but I retained some of the information and uh they served the cookies to around nine kids right and this is the part this is one of the parts that I kind of found really disturbing about the whole thing was that you know there were several kids it said some of the students knew beforehand and ate the cookies anyway, right? And that kind of disturbed me because I was like, who would know, all right, your grandfather's ashes are in these sugar cookies, you say, and then just go ahead and eat them anyway? You know, even though it's just ashes, that that's kind of weird to me. You know, and the cops were kind of, they kind of didn't know how to handle the situation because it wasn't like there was anything toxic. I think they were going to test the cookies, but there was nothing like toxic. And so I guess there's no laws against cooking your grandfather's ashes into, you know, sugar cookies. It's kind of like, I don't want to say it's like cannibalism because that's kind of taking it kind of far. But if they were not cremated, and you just like hacked a piece off of them and, you know, be like, I made you a fruitcake and my grandfather's in that fruitcake. You know, you would definitely get in trouble for that, right? And then I was like, well, would that physically harm somebody? You know, because what the cop kind of said in the article, from what I gathered, it was like, well, I don't know if it like physically harmed anybody, so I don't know what we can really do. But if somebody ate a fruitcake with somebody who wasn't cremated in the fruitcake, you know, I don't know if that would physically harm you. I guess it would mentally mess some people up pretty bad. But I thought that this was kind of a strange deal because the cop was kind of like, man, I don't even know what to do. (laughs) I don't even want to be answering these questions right now. It's kind of what I gathered from it. 
because he's like, man, I'm just blue collar out here trying to do my job, and you got some idiot high schoolers serving, you know, peepaw cookies to their classmates, you know, what I'm supposed to do, you know, but, you know, I just thought that that was kind of a strange, a strange thing that was in the news, and I really don't know what to make of it, and I just thought that I would tell you about it so you could think about it, because I've been thinking about it, and if I've been thinking about it, maybe you should think about it too, and tell me what you think about the peepaw cookies, but, Anyway, before I proceed any farther in my podcast today, it's promo time. It's promo time. And I'm excited because I do have a promo this week. I actually do have a promo this week. And it's a promo that I'm excited to tell you about because it's a podcast that I have started listening to over the past few weeks. And it's called Our True Crime Podcast, right? And it's these two women, Cam and Jen. And what they do is they will take you through a true crime case, right? And they'll just kind of give you the the rundown, like they'll tell the story, you know, they'll walk you through the story. And um, the last one that I listened to, I think it's the last one that they have out. And since I've started listening, I have listened to um, their episodes as they've come out. Um, I've been through I want to say maybe four right and uh I do need to go back and like because they have a back catalog I think of maybe I want to say they have 16 ish episodes all together so I know that they have some that I can listen to that I'm looking forward to listening to because they're so well done they are well done this is a this is a put together podcast and something that I really enjoy about their podcast is uh is that they will make me chuckle you know throughout the podcast and I like to laugh and they make me laugh because of like little one-liners and comments that they'll make that I'll just crack up it just cracks me up listening to these ladies they're really really cool um their last episode was about the Riverside Killer and that was just fascinating you know and that's what's crazy about um true crime podcast and what's cool about it is these people that are really into it like cam and jen they will tell me stories true stories that i've never heard before you know but you got to have a good storyteller that is the key that is the key is you got to have a good storyteller and they are excellent at what they do and so check out their promo are your friends tired of hearing you talk about serial killers While you're at a party, have you randomly blurted out the odds of a person being murdered by a complete stranger? Does your Hulu or Netflix only recommend documentaries on true crime? If you have answered yes to one or more of these questions, you may have a problem. And so do we. That's why we started our true crime podcast. We are the hosts, Cam and Jen. We're lifelong best friends that love to talk about all things true crime. So we decided to start our own podcast, hoping to find others that share our passion. You can find us on OurTrueCrimePodcast.com or you can download new episodes of Our True Crime Podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, or any other places you download podcasts. See you on Wednesdays. All right, so if you are in the mood for a true crime podcast, a little true crime podcastery, be sure to check out our true crime podcast 
I mean, they just know what they're doing. You can find it on iTunes. Um, they're also on Twitter and um, all the podcasting platforms where you listen to podcasting. So our true, our true crime podcast. Be sure to check out Cam and Jim and subscribe and rate and review them because it's the right thing to do. And you'll just fall in love with this podcast as have I. All right, so... The last thing that I really want to talk to you about today is, well, why I took that little break. Actually, I was thinking about uh, the payphone thing again that I was talking about at the beginning of my podcast. And I was talk- I was thinking about how awesome it was before there was all this technology. You know, before there was caller ID. You know, when I was really young as a child, when we could prank call people and get people all keyed up like people that we didn't know like me and my friends we didn't have like the helicopter parents that we are today and that kids have today and you know we kind of ran around you know just wreaking havoc i suppose and i remember prank calling people and how dude you want to talk about fun you know we would hear words that we weren't allowed to hear yet (laughs) (laughs) when we would prank call some of these people in businesses i was just thinking about that and there's no particular story you know that i'm ready to tell right now because i just thought about it in the last five minutes but how great was that if you were born you know later like if you were born in the 90s i guess you wouldn't know the joy you know that we had doing that because you wouldn't have been old enough by the time that you you know, got old enough, there was probably caller ID and everything else, but you want to talk about a blast. Prank calls were, I mean, that was just fun. You could have hours of fun. You know, give me a landline and a phone book and just leave me alone and I'll be good. (laughs) Check on me in a couple hours. Anyway, there's one last thing that I want to talk to you guys about today and it was actually about food, right? And I was thinking about this week, how much do the textures um, contribute to a food being one of your favorite foods, right? And I never thought about this before, but I was thinking about it, I was like, well, that's kind of an interesting thought because just off the top, I would think that it would be the flavor, the flavors in the food that would make something my favorite food right but is it really is it really the flavor because if you think about it like say what's a food like like lasagna let's just say lasagna you know think about and the lasagna is delicious homemade lasagna is delicious so just think about all the different textures that are in your mouth that you experience when you eat one bite of lasagna you know you have like the saucy you have the sauce and it has like tomatoes in it and it has the spices in it and it has uh uh like the meat in it right and then you have the cheese like you might have some ricotta um uh some mozzarella might be in there you know and then you have the noodles right and so what you're doing is you're you're you have all this like uneven i don't know what it's called terrain (laughs) going on in your mouth you know and you're chewing all of these different textures up and you're feeling 
it's like you're you're experiencing and experience man you want to talk about a good talker you just call me <laughs> you're experiencing all these different textures in your mouth at the same time right and you might not consciously think of that but that's something that that i think goes into foods being your favorite foods right because i thought about that and i was like all right so if you take all of those textures from one of your favorite foods we'll just say lasagna for the sake of the argument and you said all right it's all of the flavors of lasagna with a single texture like a starburst right a chewy starburst one texture right or a piece of bread or a potato chip like something with a single texture would you enjoy it as much as you do as it stands now with all the different flavors and textures kind of put together you know if you took away all the textures that you experience in your mouth and all of the feeling and the the i don't know how you consume it would it really be would you really like it as much you know and i thought about that and i was like whoa because that's something that i always kind of thought i kind of thought it was the taste you know and i know taste is a big part of it but i think that taste is a big part of it because we just kind of take the texture part of it for granted you know i know that not everybody does and especially like food critics and people like that that critique food you know as a job or they write reviews on it you know they look at the consistencies of different things and maybe i haven't done that a lot you know and i just pay attention to the flavors of things but i was like whoa you know that's something that i never really thought about before and it's not funny at all <laughs> There's nothing funny about that because I didn't, I don't even think that I used the word orally in that, <laughs> in that whole thing to even try to make it funny because it was, it was like a legitimate, you know, thought that I had that I was, had never thought about before. And I just was like, man, that's interesting. Textures contribute a lot to foods being my favorite foods. So there's a thought for you that is totally worthless okay <laughs> so i want to thank everybody for listening to the glenn think stuff podcast and we're at episode 45 thank you for bearing with me um <clears throat> excuse me i'll just go ahead and leave that in there because i keep it real but anyway thank you for sticking with me um 245 episodes and if you're new thank you for giving my podcast a shot i would like to ask you if you would to go over to itunes and leave me a review and it can be an honest review it will not hurt my feelings if you uh give me one star and say you suck because i know that i'm telling you to do that now so that means that you listen to my podcast in its entirety and um and so you at least gave me a shot you know so i'd appreciate a review and that just kind of helps bump me up in search results on itunes so people can find me because that is the platform that most people go to um but 
another exciting thing, a very exciting thing that's going on on the Glenn Thanks Stuff podcast is um, in lieu of any kind of financial you know, support that I might ask for on this podcast. I don't need anything or really want anything because this is fun for me to do. Uh, It's a creative outlet for me. And uh, so what I have asked my listeners to start doing is uh, donating to a cause that I think is a worthy cause because I think that it's important to help other people. And so once a month, I'm going to find a cause and uh, ask my listeners if they can to contribute. It can be a dollar. It can be, you know, five dollars. Whatever, you know, ten bucks, whatever it is, and to donate to a cause, a ch- kind of like a charity, you know. Um, but the one for October that I found, and I might actually keep it. I don't know through November. But there's this little girl named Lily Douglas, and when I first found. Um, found out about Lily um, I put up a GoFundMe page for a trip that her parents wanted to take her to um, Florida from Scotland she's a little girl that had a really aggressive form of cancer and she beat all kinds of odds and survived and was cancer free and they were getting ready to take her on this holiday to Florida and they discovered that her cancer came back and so um they actually raised the amount of money that they needed for Lily to go to Florida. So I kind of took that GoFundMe down um, off my uh, off my Twitter feed is where I put it. And I found the new GoFundMe because while they were in Florida, they found out that Lily's cancer came back in her lungs, right? And they found a um, treatment center in Spain. And uh, it's... It's kind of like an alternative to chemotherapy. And uh, it, the guy that came up with this actual treatment in Spain won the Nobel um, Prize for medicine this year, actually, for this treatment. So it's an effective treatment, and they're going to take Lily to Spain, Lily Douglas. And she is like the sweetest 11-year-old girl, you know? And all you have to do uh, to read about Lily is you can go to my Twitter page and I will have the GoFundMe page up there. You can also Google Lily Douglas Perth, and um, and all kinds of news stories will come up about Lily Douglas. Um, you can also search the hashtag on Twitter, uh, Save Our Lily, and uh, you will um, be able to read about her. Um, if you do not have Twitter you can actually email me at glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com and I'll send you the GoFundMe link. There is also a um, a bank account information for Lily, like if you want to go to your bank and do like an online transfer straight to her treatment account, like her bank account for her and her mom, you can also do that and that kind of gets you out of having to pay any kind of administrative fee. through GoFundMe, but I mean, that's nothing. A little fee is nothing. Um, I know that some of my listeners have given, and I just want to say a huge thank you for doing that. That is awesome. Thank you so, so much. That makes my day. When I've seen that, when I've seen people that listen to Glenn Think Stuff 
a couple of them have actually given that I've known. I'm, there might be some that I don't even know about that have done it, but people that have seen me pushing this and actually given, like when I've seen the ones that I'm aware of, like that has made my day. You don't even know how happy that's made me. Like that, thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. And I'm not going to keep talking and rambling about this, but it's going to be available on my Twitter. You can check it out and uh, give to that if you can. If not, you know, that's cool. You know, I'm not trying to push anybody to do anything because I know a lot of people help a lot of people and give to a lot of charities. So uh, this is just another opportunity that I thought that I would put out there because I thought that was a worthy cause. But anyway, if you want to hear me talk about anything specifically on my podcast, you can hit me up on Twitter at Glenn Thinks Stuff. Follow me and you can hit me up there. You can email me, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com and uh, say, dude, think about this. Talk about this. I've done this a few times in the past and it's a lot of fun. It really, really is. And I just would, I just want to do a couple shout outs at the end of my podcast um, because I'm always getting shouted out on other people's podcasts and I have some really good friends that I've made um, since I got into podcasting and uh, the guys at The Plunge. The guys at The Plunge are awesome. I love The Plunge podcast. It's a comedy podcast. You guys should totally check it out. Those guys are awesome. They're like my adopted sons. <laughs> we joke on Twitter about those being my adopted sons because they're like college age you know, and I guess kind of if I was like on the teen, I guess it would be teen dad. Like they could kind of be my kids, you know, which is kind of wild. But if I was a wayward teen. But anyway, uh, shout out to you guys. Thanks for the stickers. And another podcast uh, is uh, the Mixed Media Forest podcast with Jason Lampro. Jason, what's up, baby? How you doing? How you doing, dog? He keeps in it real. Jason's always like shouting me out and he is like the most positive person that I've ever met in my life. What's up, Jason? Gerald and Natalie at Conspired. Those are my people. Gerald, what's happening, dude? How you doing, brother? Come on, let's get an episode out. What you what you lollygagging around about, man? We're waiting. We are waiting patiently. But it's growing to impatience is what it's coming to, Gerald. I'm just I'm just letting you know. We're getting impatient. <laughs> no, but totally check out The Plunge. Check out Mixed Media Forest. Check out Conspired. Those are my people. And I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back to holler at y'all next week. And, well, I guess I don't need to be awkward at the end. So just peace out.